who's the Welsh rugby referee? Nigel Owens. I like him. Oh, President Nigel. Well, yeah, ooh, President Nigel. Hang on. That, that, that could be somewhat prophetic because now the other ones quit, supposedly quit politics. He could he could be back. He could go for becoming president. He could be, make his uh, re-entry if this if this all came to pass. Which oh the other Nigel Owen. the other Nigel yeah as he as he the, quit? the one over your left shoulder. Oh, Farage. Yeah, he's. Did he's... you know you can get Farage on a cameo? Yes, I did know this. Yeah, is it is it about sixty three quid or something yes! like that for, to get to get him to yes! go? Happy birthday, dear boy. Uh, you can't get a French cake because, of course, we can't import that anymore because of my amazing success getting us out of the European Union. But have a great day, have a pint, have a fag, and wear mustard trousers. Goodbye. How, how is he quitting politics? That's just that cost nothing, by the way. You could have had that for free. He's he's never been in British politics. So to no, he hasn't. It yeah, yeah. Is- that's, that's like saying I've just quit the Beatles. I was never in the Beatles. <laughs> it's just like... I, I, it's, I hereby, henceforth, uh, from this date, uh, you know, to say, all right, uh, yeah, how, how can you quit something you were never in? It's, it's an absolutely remarkable... <laughs> I will no longer be playing bass with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. It, I, it's, I'm it, sorry. Yes. <sighs> Is that because you've not oh. got fleas? There we go. That's lovely. There we go. Yeah, that's that. Ah. I mean, of course, the great the great dichotomy here with the with the Harry and Meghan interview is that you've got them being absolute. You know, it's, it's it's just an absolute frenzy of coverage about it, and then you've got the grand old Duke of Pork on the other side, sat there. <laughs> Thanks very much, and and getting away with absolutely no coverage oh, yeah. at all like, about his so, yeah. supposed it, peccadilloes. It's like you throw Harry and Meghan. To the wolves. Yeah, yeah. To protect uh, but, him. But then you don't say anything about a minor royal. Because I think he's they're, they're not in the official core of the royal family now. Or as Harry kept referring to his own family as the, the firm. firm. Yeah. I chuffing loved that. Um, well, yeah. again, there's what, another, there's so another print, print opportunity. Yeah. We can re- we can they can they can make it sort of like do you remember do you remember years ago there was a, a film? Called Churchill, the Hollywood years, and Chris, I think it was Christian Slater starred as Churchill, right? I didn't never saw uh, the film, but it was uh, it Vic Reeves was in it as well. Rick Mail, I think, was in it, and yeah, it was absolute. It was dog Todd, but it, it was done sort of in the in the idea, and they were like, well, hang on, some and whoever played the Queen, I can't remember now, but it's like it was all done in the abstract. Is there not a way that this Netflix deal would not enable Harry and Meghan to create their own version of the Crown, you know, the Frown or something like that? I don't know. Uh, that, that's just sort of the entire royal sort of family story over the last century or so in the abstract but then actually is it in the abstract because some of it they tell you thinking that's so outrageous that couldn't be real and then you discover that it is i would get harry and megan to front a scatological remake of a typical japanese game show a bit like takeshi's castle yeah but call it the crowning and have nigel farage <laughs> and piers morgan in a race to do a shit. <laughs> and you do this all with a big uh, well, white pe- background and then lots of lots of neon. Yeah. And then lots and lots of weird extreme close-ups and and just have Megan laughing like a geisha girl on the side. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, well, Piers won that. Craig- Piers actually did do that on the television uh, this morning as we record this. Yeah, he, he, he did, did have a shit. 
Um, so yeah, absolutely. Here's yeah. here's what. Please play the please play the button. Such a there we go. He yeah. really, really is. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the up the upshot of it is, and I thought this clip was very appropriate. I thought the upshot of it is after what they've said last night, the royal family. They don't like it. There you go. That's uh, so. So at the time of recording, this is a Tuesday. Tuesday. The the show was on CBS on. Sunday, Sunday night in the US, but I know lots of people who were watching it on links in the UK. Yeah, yeah it was on yeah, ITV on Monday night. Yeah, the palace, the palace, still has not made any comment regarding it. And insiders in the palace, like the government, you never hear directly from the government. It's always leaked. Uh, the, the, the palace, <laughs> the palace have said we won't be making comment until we know what to say. It's like you've had two fucking nights. Yeah, but the, the tweet, the tweet, ex- the Queen has forgotten her Twitter password, so she can't. But this is exactly like when I can't respond, uh, and I hate to do it. When Diana died, they didn't know whether to put the flags at half mast, oh, put yeah. them down completely, and all of that. And you just think you are, f- as PR, if if you have PR, they should all be sacked. They're terrible. They're not very good at this. And when Hazard says in the interview, "Oh yeah, I was going to go up to Sandringham, and then I was told, don't come." So I rang up my granny and she said, yeah, don't come. I've got something in my diary. And then Oprah Winfrey quite rightly said, beyond her Harry Potter spectacles, are you telling me the Queen can't do whatever she likes? She's the Queen. And Harry just went, no. Basically, no. No. She can't. So it's like, if if that's the case, we have a a family under duress and held ransom by either media or a household who aren't very good at their jobs. And we now have an increasing number of people who don't want that family. So let's just split the difference and say tatty bye. Let the Queen live out her years, because if Prince Charles is the racist, because I think I think Oprah then went, yeah, it's not the Queen and it's not Prince Philip. It's like, well, it can only, only, only be somebody else. Mm. Do you really want King Charles III? Do you, is that what you want? Because that's what will happen. And it I, I, won't be very good. I'm not sure. I'm not sure at this point whether he does. This is, this is the thing, isn't it? It's just, yeah. I don't think he's ever wanted the job, and he's not going to want the job in his seventies, which he is now. He, they might just go all out and go, "Can we get Josh O'Connor from the Crown to just play <laughs> me?" It's, it's all quite sad when it doesn't need to be, and tragedy and weirdness befalls all families. They're not. They're not unique in that regard. But when they are the focus of all this, either misplaced goodwill or quite rightly placed ill will, what's the point of living with that? They've got cajillions. The one thing it would change, though, is the absolute fabric of the UK. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, no, because we've been changing our own fabric anyway. At the at the moment, the crown owns a lot of land. Yes, the Duchy of yeah. Lancaster yeah. is a, a landowner more than anything else. You can't take a pebble from the beach because it's owned by the Queen. You can't eat a swan burger because it's frowned upon. If you get rid of the royal family, everything would change, and that's not a terrible thing. Maybe it might drag the UK out of its own arse and its own attitude of exceptionalism. Maybe. It's a good thing. If we wash away with that, we can finally move forward. Maybe. Maybe. And if it all goes wrong, then Harry and Meghan could star in their own sequel to Coming to America. 
Is that good? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the sequel. No. I've heard it's a bit of a basically just a re a rehashing of the original one. I've not I've not had a chance to watch it. I thought about watching it the other night and it was told in no uncertain terms. I'm not watching that. Like, okay, I'll watch it on my own then. That's fine. Well, no m- maybe that scene where Prince Akeem is in the bathtub and then one of his servants just pops up out of the water and says, your royal penis is clean. Clean, yeah. That, that could be um, redone for the modern day. And I'm sure that phrase has been uttered to Prince Andrew several times. She was only sixteen years old. But the, the, well, the nagging, the thing is, is just as a, a final option for them, there is absolutely the chance. I'm I'm staggered that this hasn't happened yet because the, the Americans love British royalty more than most of us do. So I think there's definitely an, an option there. Some American network will do like given their own television show, like daily TV show, like Live with Kelly and Regis, or Live with who presents it. Is it Kelly and is it Ryan C Ryan, Ryan Seacrest, Seacrest yeah. Toothpaste? Yeah, because he does everything. Yeah, he does everything. Um, yeah, so yeah. He's, he's got to, he's got to relinquish some of it at some point. But they can get their own version that some rival network could do In, instead of a daytime show like it, got it chickens be, and it, dogs. They can do they can do something with that. It would be akin to Live with Des and Mel. Which was yeah, awful. yeah, because Des was just far beyond Melanie Sykes. Melanie Sykes is lovely, but well, you could do it like the Osbournes. <laughs> so Prince Philip's Aussie, Lizzie, Lizzie, <laughs> and then um, Sharon is obviously uh, Lilibet, and uh, the Queen she just f's and jeffs all the time. Ew, Aussie, Aussie, <laughs> Philip, you fucking cunt. <laughs> You're always f***ing about. You took too many jokes back in the day with Tommy and Geezer. Look at you now, you f***ed hard. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. And then you've got, you've got Kelly as Anne. Uh, and Anne as Kelly. So <laughs> Anne, would su- Anne would suddenly do a duet with Philip doing changes. And then, of course, Jack would be Andrew. Ooh, and, and, no. and the one that doesn't appear would be presumably Prince Edward. Yeah. Yeah. But why, yeah. why do we hide him? <laughs> why, why do we hide Edward? Why is he not seen? <laughs> Lizzie! Lizzie! That's great. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> and, then, and then we could see Lizzie on a, on a revamped X Factor. <laughs> well, yeah. I think you're lacking ability, and I fucking hate you. Yeah, I, it, it's it's the direction that it needs to go into. Yeah. And there's so many streaming services now. Your HBO Maxes and your Paramount Pluses and your Disney Pluses and your ABC Minuses and all of that. Royal family, if you want the cash, don't want the responsibility, but you want the celebrity, American reality TV show. Jobs are good. The only thing that worries me about the whole thing, and I mean everything. How do you spell Megan? Is it M-E-A-G-A-N? Is it M-E-G-H-A-N? Is it M-E-G-A-N? It's like, come on, love. You can't, if, if that's your, I think, cause I think it's her, I think it's her stage name, isn't it? Megan Markle. Oh, I don't know. I think her real name's Rachel. I could be wrong. As a stage name, you pick something that's easy to remember. But that's a Screen Actors Guild thing, isn't it? It's the same way Equity over here. You can't have yeah. two. It's the same thing because there's two. There's David McCallum and then there's David Tennant, whose real name is David McCallum, but he's called 
David Tennant because there's already David McCallum. So he had to think, right, what am I going to call myself? And he's a big fan of the Pet Shop Boys. So there you go. Hence David Tennant. So maybe that's it. Maybe whatever her real name is, was, uh, you know, was already taken by, you know, an actor that had a, a small part in um, Bonanza back in uh, the, the the early 60s. And, well, isn't this the problem that Prince Andrew had a small part in something that he really shouldn't have? <laughs> Prin- Prin- Prince Andrew in Love Island, Epstein edition. <laughs> Where does this tunnel lead? <laughs> Who's on the flight manifest now? Oh, look, it's former president of the United States. I that but, can you that that would be, you would watch that every single week. Yeah, Love, but, uh, Love Island, Epstein. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, really, to think that Lost was actually, <laughs> where they're on the island and then they go underground, it was actually, it was, it was a sort real. of a forewarning of of, of the of what was really going on with Jeffrey Epstein. And maybe if the, uh, as David Icke likes to see, uh, the royal family is a bunch of lizards, shape-shifting lizards, maybe, like vampires, maybe they can turn themselves into mist. And that was the weird mist. And then Prince Edward wasn't very good at it, so he turned himself into a polar bear. And that is that is the plot of Lost. Well, he couldn't even win it win it a knockout, could he? So I mean, you know, he's he's, he's bugging on that. He couldn't even fall off a a log. That that's that's never been repeated. But I don't think many things with Stuart Hall would be. No, but then again, I mean, this is what we were talking about in a, in a previous edition of this uh, fine podcast: is that absolutely terrible television that could be repeat could put on this flicks or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. They could bring back Royal It's a Knockout, but yeah. just don't take the concept of stupid games in yeah. the field. Uh, just take that and bring it into sort of like USC, mixed martial arts. So Royal It's a Knockout would be Prince Harry versus one of his uncles. Yes. Yeah. Harry's, it, it, Harry's got the youth, the military training to kick the shit out of anyone. The other guy, though, has got an advantage in that he can't sweat. So he won't be very slippery. If you're sweating, you're slippery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be dry That's, as a yeah. bone. It, it's like a, a cross between, you know, it's an, it's a knockout celebrity death match and total wipeout, isn't it, really? Oh, with Richard Hammond commentating on it. That would be Yeah, fantastic. yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be great, yeah. yeah. With Amanda Bryan and Brian just on Byron. the side of the pool, just going, hi. And then one of the princes turning up going, hello. And she goes, no, not you. Not you. She was only 16 years old. <laughs> well, I think she was 17, but... You know. I don't know. It's it's all it's if there's if there's a time to change things, that time is now. As Maloko once sang, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the real world. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the real world. Have you finished your move? Are you are you out have you vacated? I have yeah. vacated. I have vacated and this vacating involved one of the most surreal things that's ever happened to me because I have this is going to sound bizarre but it, it will make sense I have two cars yeah yeah, cash money yeah no because no, I kept my old car when I bought my current one because my old car I'd done so many miles on it that it was like no point to trying to sell it and it looked in a bit was of a was that state. the Focus? no I, I got I had a Honda Civic and the, the, the Focus was the car before that that I had well remembered oh wow that's yeah. a long time ago. Focus C Max I had. So I, had, I bought a Honda Civic, did 200 and something thousand miles in it, 
And then I decided a couple of years ago to get a new one, a new car. And I decided to keep the Civic purely for the purposes of doing gigs, going to, you know, doing discos in hotel room, uh, ballrooms and all that type of stuff because basically the equipment wouldn't fit in my new one. So I kept the car, um, but it's been off the road for a while because obviously I've not done any gigs for a while. Hey, did you saw it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was trying to get it started the other day and it hadn't been driven in about 14 months. So it, 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 it <sighs> oh, wouldn't it seized. Head gasket seized. W- wouldn't wouldn't start. Well, it, no. Yeah. As soon as I plugged the battery in, it sparked straight away. But I couldn't oh, get right. I couldn't get it to turn over. And as I'm trying to to jumpstart it from my other car, a Romanian gentleman and his wife, who lived down the street, walked up to me, speaking very very broken English, and offered to buy the car off me. Oh, cool. I, I was I was so dumbfounded as to the fact that somebody wanted to buy this thing. Um, bear in mind, like the seats were oh, as a cat just a bit. <laughs> Yeah, Mabel. <laughs> Mike's telling a story about a Honda Civic here. <laughs> Have some respect, Mabel. Yeah. I'm surprised that one of the cats hasn't appeared here actually. And um, uh, yeah, so this guy just walks up and buys my car off me. Did you get a, a good whack for it for something that's done two hundred thousand? I sold it for a couple of hundred quid. I just flogged it. Oh, and wow. I was- I flogged it for a couple of hundred quid, and I thought, because otherwise it was going to cost me money to get it MOT'd, insured, and taxed again to get it to move it, as well as any other works that it might have needed to do to get it going. But what was what was brilliant about this, because, of course, he wasn't understanding. Basically, the one sort of key English word he knew was document. So so he's like, document, is it in here? And I was he like, didn't no. even need that, V5 or V5C. Do, do, well, yeah, but it wasn't there. It wasn't there, so it was it was here. So I, was like, I said, you'll have to come back tomorrow to get it. I said, I'll text you. So I had to text him in Romanian that night. Which is not, it's not as, as onerous as it sounds because, of course, in, in the days before text messages and Google Translate, texting someone in Romanian, quite difficult. Now, not so much. So I did that, got him to come back, then gave him the wrong piece of the logbook, and he's like, but it wouldn't start the next day. I was like, all right, okay. So I said, well, I'll take you to the garage, trying to explain to him, I'll take you to the garage tomorrow morning because the battery's still under warranty and somebody can, you know, the guy, the mechanic there I know and he'll help you out and da da And so I ended up driving him to the garage the next morning and then he, apparently, then then I left it, disappeared off because it was the day that all the furniture was getting moved out. So then I, late Friday morning, left it, car was still there, left the battery at the garage to be charged and then a couple of hours later I got a phone call from one of my neighbours going, um, I've just seen somebody dry- walk up um, with a battery in a trolley put the new battery in the car and get the car started and push it off down the road. Is that okay? And I went, yeah, that's fine. They said, we're just checking I was giving you the money. So, yeah, I managed to have a... So you, you basically sold a poor Romanian family a crap yeah. car. Essentially, yeah, that's what I've done. They told the scene, they looked at it, and much. I mean, I was astonished is, is this, that they bought it because this how how bad this was sounds revolting, and it pretty much was. I opened the car door, I managed to get the car door open. That was a, that was a mission in itself. And the seats were mouldy. So it needs this, a thoroughly good clean. But it's apparently it started. Is this no, a tax route? Is this not like, at all. Wasn't Chris Moyles done a few years ago for also being a second-hand car salesman <laughs> for tax purposes? No, is this, no. Is this what no. you've done? No, that's not. No, no, no. This is this is entirely unplanned. Is this guy the night watchman for Cluj Cricket Club? Is this? <laughs> is I, I hope he is. I yeah. I feel I feel awful that you've ripped off one of our Eastern European brothers and sisters. Was it a new shape Honda Civic or was it an old shape Honda Civic? Uh, it's a 2010 one, so it'd be oh, an so old one. So a new shape? No, no, yeah, new, yeah new, well, shape, new, new, new shape, new yeah. shape, yeah. With the with the flared arse end and the pointy front, yeah, and the incredibly small back window. It wasn't a Type R though, but um, no, it wasn't a Type R. 
2.2 wow. diesel. Mad. Absolutely mad. Thank you for listening to yet another podcast from Top Content. If you want to listen back to a whole archive of great memories and super hits, uh, go to podfollow.com slash topcontentpod. You can find us on social media at Top Content Pod on all of your favourite platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share it with your friends, all that jazz, uh, so that we can move up the algorithms and more people hear our nonsense in their ears. Top Content has been a Top Content production. Top Content.